Oh boy. Whoa! Welcome to Infinity Rewatch. Yeah. He's Ryan. What's up? And he's Fantasia. Hello. Um, okay, this is a big deal. Because, you know, at the end of every episode of our show, Ryan, we always tell people to have a marvelous day, right? That's our thing. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> this, it, it's so weird because since the last time we had an episode, I have had not just a marvelous day, but a marvelous week. Oh, snap. Literally. Yeah. For four big reasons. Number one, finale of Moon Knight. Number two, it's Doctor Strange. Today. Tonight. After this. Number three, my board game arrived. Marvel United came in the mail, and it's as beautiful as you think it is. There's a video on the channel right now where you can see what it looks like. Uh, I can't wait to have this guy come over and play it. Uh, the number four, and I think you'll find this the most cool. I didn't even know there's four. There is a fourth one. It's a surprise. I have started getting my mom into the MCU. No way. Yes. Mama what? Fantasia is getting into it. She's into it. Uh, we, girl. we just finished Thor 1. Of course. And I asked her at the end, I was like, so what do you think of this movie? I didn't tell her anything beforehand of how I feel about it, whatever. She was like, I really liked it. She's like, I liked it more than I thought I would. I'm like, yay! She likes Thor 1. So uh, she she had a, a really amazing mom uh, quote during the film, because obviously Thor is a good-looking gentleman. He is. She's uh, going to love Ragnarok. She, oh, she's definitely going to love Ragnarok. But, you know, she was eating up the Thor goodness. Uh, and at one point in the movie, when he was at his most Thor, she said to me, is there an action doll of him? <laughs> answer is yes yes there is mom he's you can find it at your local retailer right now she's gonna get into the collecting now yeah. she's gonna start her own youtube series it's gonna be a whole thing <laughs> wow so there people who bash on thor one which included me somebody likes thor one there we go you know i i look back and not to go tangent here not to go super tangent but I look back, and there are some solid moments of Thor. 1. Yes, there are. The overarching movie's got a lot of flaws, but there are some solid moments. Ooh, yeah. The battle Loki versus Thor, mwah. Battle for Thor getting his hammer, mwah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's uh, there are some real golden nuggets in that one. But overall, does it fix an ultimately broken story? No. No, and I don't know if it's because I watched it with somebody who was looking at it through new eyes, but it was better this time than it was last time we saw it for the show. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine that, for mm -hmm. sure. But today, we're talking about Moon Knight, people. Moon Knight! Every day I wake up, then I start to break up. Lonely is a Moon Knight without love. There you go, you get that for free? That's it. The rest, <laughs> you gotta pay. Gotta pay by the, the second. Um, I noticed something weird when we watched the episode yesterday, is that Disney Plus didn't upload a title at first. That's it, right. It just said episode six, right? Yeah. Uh, have you seen the title now? It's no. on, it's called Gods and Monsters. Oh, I wonder why they put it like that. Yeah, I think it was just a, a mistake. They forgot to probably... Or maybe they just wanted to kind of set expectations. Oh, that's even smarter. Because I, like I think they're starting... I think they're actually getting to a point where they're starting to, starting to divide the fans a little bit. Because they know they have their mm -hmm. gung-hos mm -hmm. and they have their people in the front of the theater and they have the people in the back of the theater. And and again, the people back of theater may not be as like gung ho as it there. And oh, we got Q, the composer, saying, "Can't wait to watch at work, but love your content. Keep pushing." Thank you, Q. And if you're a real composer, I want to hear your music. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, I would love to throw your comment up here, but you know what? Yeah, you know what? I, I oh, like yeah. that. I like that name. That that screen name so much because it sounds like a Guardians of the Galaxy character. <laughs> this is uh, Tanelier Devon, the collector, and uh, Q, Q the composer. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, this episode, though, is definitely exciting. So, as you're listening to it, uh, as you're listening to it today, let's uh, let's talk about it. Let's get into it here. As I'm all over the place. All right. So, Moon Knight episode six. Um, it was a shorter episode. Uh, six minutes. Yeah, it, it was it was a quick quick episode, but it it, uh, it did everything it needed to do. Mm -hmm. And what we ended up getting was uh, a beautiful kind of. Uh, I, I think it was a thing that we didn't really expect going in that we would get, but I'm mm -hmm. glad it happened. Which is, Stephen and Mark are one now. Yes. Uh, but not in the sense of like Stephen is gone. Mm. They're a team now. And that's really cool. And it's sweet because, you know, last week we're looking at it, we're like, yeah, Stephen kind of has to go because it's Mark healing. But we like Stephen. We like and him. he's a sweet man. And he's got a weird accent because he's doing a fake British because he's basing it off a movie he saw. But we love the man because he's lovable and mm. he, he knows about Egyptian mythology. So. Uh, it's nice that they didn't get rid of him and they found a way to keep Steven part of this package deal. I think that's really, really nice. It's funny because you were very adamant about this throughout the entire series, but you were talking about the phases of the moon at the end of each credits, right? Right. Um, and in the show, there are different phases of the moon, as we saw uh, when the shots are on it. Uh, the, in, in the very first episode, it's a waxing crescent and it slowly goes half to all the way full. When it goes full, he's actually a fully realized character. He's able to switch to, from Steven to Mark on the dime. He's a very mm -hmm. actualized thing. Um, and so, I, I, you know, kudos to you for paying attention to that, actually. This is a really sharp eye there. So this episode actually offers a lot. It is, and if we kind of, you know what? I'm going to say it. We officially did it for our first episode. We actually pretty much predicted how this was going to play out, which is the final episode is a mm -hmm. complete wrap-up. And it's a total all-out brawl with a fully actualized Moon Knight in action. Now, did we guess every single little trinket? No. But we did predict kind of the plot of the entire show and how it was going to play out. Yes, it hit all the beats, especially like you with, with the, the Moon Knight story beats that you are familiar with, mm -hmm. knowing the character. It hit the beats not only that you suspected it would, but kind of when you suspected it would. Yes. Um, and we end up with something that I think is really neat because uh, something about the climax of this, I like how it feels big and small. It feels big because we had two literal gods fighting on a pyramid, a crocodile lady and a dead bird man fought on top of the pyramid of Giza. And mm -hmm. that just made me really happy. But also, um, it, it just comes down to at the end of the day, the climax of this was waking up and stopping Harrow. Yes. And like that, it, you know, it wasn't this, it didn't end up tying into the MCU and, you know, they call Kang and he's like, here I am. Mm -hmm. um, so I like the smallness while still being big, which is a reason why I loved the climax of Eternals because it was this huge thing that changes the world, but it's not like they had to, you know, call War Machine and be like, come help us win this fight either. So I love how they straddled that fence so skillfully. And I hope more of the show's continue to do that yeah for sure honestly it's pretty crazy um with uh with moon knight in this episode because 
we got the battle with Amit. We got to see Amit in action. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also pretty excited to announce that we also saw the rev the reveal of another hero, which is Layla as yes. the Scarlet Scarab. Um, so Layla as a Scarlet Scarab was a really cool reveal. Spoilers, by the way, in case you haven't watched it, but I feel like if you're watching the show, you would have watched it by now. Wait a minute, I thought she was Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> That's what Wonder Woman 1984. It's Ryan's favorite been. movie. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Ryan and Anna love that movie. so. Yeah. I can't get them to stop talking about it. Yeah, it's so terrible. Um, so anyway, uh, it's so bad. Anyway, but uh, we get her reveal as a Scarlet Scarab, and it was cool to see because, first of all, all the gods are dying. So there's kind of a nice theme of gods being killed, which is kind of interesting mm -hmm. uh, in case you're interested in what's going on with the MCU. The other side of this is that we get to see her in her full regalia, and it's a really nice nod to her father, uh, to her father, who is the archaeologist, and who we learned a few episodes back is the Scarlet Scarab, who his role, and funny enough, uh, Disney came out, or sorry, Marvel came out with a Marvel 101 today about Layla, and said the very description that her father did, father did, which is they steal and protect relics and of history, and then uh, especially Egyptian. Interesting. That was of Egyptian relics. So in Layla's description, they said the exact same thing. Her role is to protect and uh, and preserve historical relics. And so it's it's a full uh, it's a full kind of one full round circle here to back to this character. The Scarlet Scarab, and it was also a nice nod to mention that, um, you know, uh, the director uh, Muhammad, uh, he said that his daughter always tried to straighten her hair because she never saw a female superhero with her type of hair. Oh, so it was a cool. real nice kind of yeah, one big full circle moment, uh, bringing everything together. So that that's really beautiful. Cool. And if I remember right, when at the top of the show, when you were telling me about who Layla was, mm -hmm. um, you said she's kind of a mishmash of a couple characters. Yeah, she's kind of a blended two characters in one. Okay. In the comics, is Layla uh, also Scarlet Scarab, or is that a, a new thing they threw into this? Yeah, the uh, the father. Uh, there's sorry. a puppy here, by the way. Yeah, there's a there's a, my dog Cabbage. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold this here. Yeah, just in case he wants to go through. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yes. So what happens is uh, the Scarlet Scarab has a son, and he dons the Scarlet Scarab mantle. And so they just changed it this way now for the daughter to do it. Mm -hmm. And the daughter is kind of the archaeologist. Yeah, so essentially, instead of a son, it's a daughter. And the daughter wears the, the Scarlet Scarab regalia through the gods, which is really cool. Whereas the Scarlet, the original Scarlet Scarab just makes his own costume. Yeah, that makes sense to me. And I liked her. I mean, she, she fought a mummy. I can't stress that enough. She fought and beat a mummy. Yeah. So if anybody deserves to wear that Scarab, it's probably her. Um, with the strength with the, of rock, with the strength of rock, <laughs> mummy's alive. Yeah. Oh! Um, but although it's the strength of Khalid or whatever, the strength of Tawarat, the, the pregnancy yeah. hippo. Um, <laughs> in the comics, is Scarlet Scarab, in fact, Scarlet is the, yeah. the costume red. Okay, the costume is red, which they do a nod to, and when you get a good look at her outfit in the right lighting, it's actually it is a red kind of shirt oh and there's a there's a scarab right on it like just above her chest oh cool i missed out on the red i just saw the gold wings and i was like wonder woman well most of it most of it most of the shots are in the dark right because it's nighttime. yeah um but then uh, so another cool thing that i wanted to talk about with the reference of the the, the comics mm -hmm. is uh moon knight um first of all we kind of get to see him uh kind of 
First of all, he doesn't fly normally, but I did mention that the different phases of the moon means he gets different levels of power. Right. So full moon, he gets full power, and he can do quite a, quite a few things. So think of it like a Super Saiyan Moon Knight, right? Uh, the interesting thing here is they pay a nod to uh, his copter, his uh, his moon, his crescent copter. And the way they do that is when he goes into the air, he makes the the moon shape uh-huh. uh, that looks exactly like the copter, and then he flies through the air. So that was a really cool nod, and I thought it was kind of neat because again, I don't think we're ready for kind of like a uh, a bat wing, you know, kind of mm. nod. I think it was kind of smart to just make him fly because he is a very supernatural godlike character. I think it fits. It kind of works. And again. In the comics, when he gets a full moon, he has a whole wide variety of powers that he doesn't even know he has access to. So it kind of, I think it kind of plays in the laws of, like, if you're a comic book purist, kind of plays in those laws and, and allows it to, to play out. I like this better. I like that mm-hmm. they take advantage of the supernatural stuff. It's more unique. We've got enough billionaire superheroes. And that brings to question, actually, which I think is probably should be the main kind of theme of the stream is that this is the first time where you didn't know much about the character from the comics, This and it's brought to life through the MCU. So after seeing this, do you feel more interested in the comic book character, hmm. Moon Knight? That is a great question. Um, in, in reading more comics, I would say no, but that's not a bash against the show. I don't think any of the MCU movies had made me want to read more of the... Mod- if anything, they've made me want to read the classic comics Mm -hmm. just like like that poster you've got there the kirby stuff uh because it's as colorful as the mcu is um but it did make me it did give me a deeper appreciation of moon knight and how cool he can be because literally it was just all i knew was like he is a uh he is a, a superhero who's jewish but he has egyptian uh powers and he has a disassociative identity disorder and i didn't know how those pieces came together to create a whole work of art. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen the work of art and it's beautiful and it lives up to the hype you've been throwing, the hype your shirt's been throwing and the hype Marvel Ultimate Alliance threw back in 2007 That's when that it. game came out. Um, th- there was one thing that I was wrong about in, in one of my predictions was I predicted we were gonna see the staff. Or no, I just wanted to see the staff. I think that was just my happy checklist. Uh, he used them, um, what do you call them though? Like the sticks? Right. Yeah, the Screamer sticks. Yes, the Screamer sticks, but uh, no staff yet. Well, I mean, we saw Conchu use the staff and just like yeah. totally boom in there. But yeah, he didn't. The Moon Knight didn't use the staff, but he did use the darts, which was good. Mm-hmm. The Moon darts, which is pretty cool. I love that they actually come off of his chest, which is pretty neat. In the in the comics, he kind of has like um, it kind of comes off his like wrists, like his bracers, because they kind of like cover his whole arm mm-hmm. and that, to protect him. But he can also like break off pieces and throw them which is pretty cool oh neat um and the, i mean the fight scenes were just drooling gorgeous uh now interesting enough is we did it we got the introduction of jake lockley now this is i i mean i i wanted to kind of touch on jake right from the top of like as soon as the episode started and i was playing it mm-hmm. i was thinking about jake and it's so weird because, you know, when you're excited during a Marvel thing or whatever, and you're like, you know, with, let's say, Loki, for example, I think we all kind of knew in the Loki show that Kang was going to be part of it. Yes. Right? So going through the Loki show, yes, you're you're happy, you're excited, you're watching Loki and all this great stuff is happening. But you're also thinking in the back of your brain, like, Kang is coming. I'm going to get to see Kang. <laughs> like, how, what are they going to do? Um, as this episode started, just this finale, um, I started having that excitement for Jake. 
And it was so, it, it baffled me because I have no context for Jake other than you telling me he's another personality who's a cab driver. Like I was a driver, but yeah, he drives. Most right. of the time he drives cabs. So it was like, it's not like it's something where I'm, I'm so excited. I finally get to see Jake on the big screen. But just something about the way that you built him up and the show built him up, like I would have been fine through episodes one through five if we never ended up getting Jake in the show, I would have been fine. But for some reason, at the start of episode six, I was just like, man, we're, we're, this Jake is going to be a big deal. Uh, even some of my students, like little young ones, like a 10-year-old, she was like, hey, Andrew, you know who Jake Lockley is? I heard a theory about Moon Knight. And I'm like, yeah, so it's out there. This, his name is floating around so it was a big deal to have him finally be part of this absolutely i to me as a comic book fan um he uh what he did was absolutely brilliant because for me i was going when when are they going to do it when mm -hmm. are they going to do jake lockley and then like we even said in the last little bit there which is like we even said in the last little couple episodes there is like does it really matter if jake's in it i think it does though because as now as we are told, they have no future plans for for Moon Knight. This is it. Mm -hmm. This is they're not going to do another series, um, and uh, they're not going to do another series. And so, with that in mind, I think it was actually really smart to check off the last box and give us Jake. It was so smart because now for me, I see the full character. I know what Jake Lockley is like. He is every bit the character that we saw, except mm -hmm. he does speak English. Um, but uh, I know what the character is like. I know that experience. So we, uh, I again, it, to me, it's kind of just like, here you go, here's your character. Uh, and it was perfect. It was, I'm glad that he lived up to the hype. Again, like, because there's so little I knew about him, I'm like, are they going to mm -hmm. do him right? Um, and the thing with that ending and with seeing him, uh, it, it, it was so, how do I, I had like a, a thought on the tip of my brain, keep riffing, keep talking about Jake and I know I'll find it. Let so me check my Jake, notes. So with Jake, it's interesting because first of all, what we know about this character is he's ultra violent. He is like super ultra violent. And the other interesting thing about him is he's kind of the informant. He's always, he's always getting the information you need when you need it. So it's kind of an interesting part there. Um, and so that to me was a key element and i love that they kept nodding to it and of course you could think it was conchu the whole time but the other beautiful thing about it is that again they they completed the character mm -hmm. and to me now it like i could i could be i could be no more happier if they just throw him in some cameo appearances like some big scenes and he's like another kind of like a, a side avenger character you know what i mean like he's on the team he's on the roster and they bring him in every once in a while so that to me is like perfect. And Alex, yes, it's going well. Uh, and we, we are glad that you have arrived. I just need to establish, look at that. Hello, Alex. You got rumble in the, uh, in the picture there. I love it. Awesome, that's great. Um, yeah, the Jake thing. I, okay, I, I remembered my thought and I promise it's worth it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's the, the whole fact of the matter, like what you just said about Moon Knight being a one-off show. Mm -hmm. As most of these shows except Loki have been. Um, and what I found really cool about this is the Jake Lockley of it all to throw him in there at the end, being what he is and who he is and doing what he does it for the, the first time in the Disney plus shows, a one-off show doesn't really conclude. It's, it's a really big cliffhanger to leave on a one-off show. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and so now it makes me all the more curious. I'm glad that there's no Moon Knight season two because now I'm like salivating, uh, kind of like your puppy there was a minute ago when he poured all that kibble. I'm salivating because I'm like, where are we going to see Jake next? Mm -hmm. There's no Moon Knight 2, so he could literally show up. He could show up tonight in Doctor Strange for all we know, or he could show up, you know, we could have to wait until the Fantastic Four movie. We don't know, but he's coming. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's coming, and again, we're going to see him in whatever form he comes in, but you're right. We may see him in Doctor Strange. I think it's a bit unlikely. Mm. More likely is Thor Black Panther, is, is my money, is like that's where he has total justification, just, justification to appear. Uh, especially with all these gods being eliminated this whole mm -hmm. experience. Yeah, the Thor, <laughs> I, uh, I I had like a, a, a daydream when uh, the episode ended of like, if we had gotten a gore cameo in the show, what it would have been like. Oh, and yeah. It was just Conchu walks into a dark room, right? And you don't see what's in the room, but you hear him talking to gore. But to save money, they... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is awful. To save money, they just used the footage, the audio from Christian Bale's Freakout. No, it's like, Who, what are you doing in my pyramid? Oh, look at you! You're so unprofessional, man. I'm gonna kick your ass, man. I, you know, it's it's so funny. Uh, yeah, that would be really <laughs> the weirdest thing. I'm sorry, that's, everybody. That's, that's kind of like a Taika humor, you know. Yeah. Like I could see him pulling something like that. But so the interesting thing for me is, again, this is a fully actualized comic book character. He hit mm -hmm. all the notes that you needed to hit. You got your three personalities plus Moon Knight. And on top of that, you know, you see him wearing his uh, his traditional outfit. Yeah. And then you see him in Mr. Knight outfit. You get to see him fight. You get to see him work with other characters. You get You get the whole package for what Moon Knight's all about. And I think that's why it's also a salivating moment to leave you with this cliffhanger because it's one of those things where it's like it's like hey like um they they subverted expectations again someone like me they uh they gave me jake lockley right at the last possible minute and now at this point it's like if we get any moon night it's going to be exciting it's yeah. just going to be exciting because at the same time we know his story now that's that's the other thing you may be salivating for more story but at the same time no matter what capacity you see him in doesn't matter you know who moon knight is we and do. that's, I think, what the show literally went out, set out to do is like, who is Moon Knight? What is it? A couple of fun facts you should know. The fish tank. Uh -huh. Interesting. Did you look at the fish tank specifically? In this new episode when he wakes up at the end? Yeah. No, I didn't. If you actually, the, the fish tank uh, was a foreshadowing of the entire plot because in the fish tank was the gates of Osiris, the boat uh, from Tel Aviv, and also the pyramid of Giza. Wow. So it does a full circle thing there. Also fun moment, and this is kind of uh, uh, is a good segue to talk about the future of Moon Knight. Mm -hmm. So first of all, in one of the first two episodes, we saw a QR code. If you scanned it, you got a comic book. And oh. I thought that was, again, brilliant marketing. Of course, nobody knew. Mm -hmm. Again, even the people in the front of the theater didn't know about this, uh, or not a lot of them anyway. But there was another QR code in this one. Oh. And if you scan it, it's actually a pretty sweet comic. It's Moon Knight versus Kang. And it's like a bunch of Moon Knights. And it's interesting because in the show Loki, they talk about it. Uh, and to be fair, I didn't discover this through watching the show. I, I watched other people watching it and they found these little moments. And I totally, I did see the QR code, but it's a, it's a blink of an eye fast. Like it's super fast. You got to be really paying attention. But if you scan it, it's uh, the battle with uh, Kang versus Moon Knight. 
but it's different Moon Knights across different timelines. And mm. in Loki, he does say, when you fight the devil, you, if you kill me, you have two options. If you kill me, then you're going to fight infinite versions of the devil. If you keep me alive, then you'll have to fight one devil. Right. So that's so. Does that does that not mean the same thing for Moon Knight? Are we going to see now that the timeline's been totally shattered? Are we going to see different versions of Moon Knight? I think it definitely means he's going to be there for the fight with Kang. Is it's just it's too good an opportunity, and yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. I mean, I it could. I think I think possibly we're gonna. It looks like we're getting a Secret Wars. Uh, and with that, we're going to get like a secret Avengers within the secret wars. I don't think we're going to get a direct copy of the secret wars. Like, I think we may get doom. We may get Kang, but I think Kang will be like the ultimate villain and we'll get characters like Moon Knight, Mr. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like, uh, America Chavez. I read something recently about how if they were to adopt secret Wars, somebody was theorizing like beyonder would be replaced with somebody and i can't remember who they said maybe it was kang i believe um, kang could be the beyonder yeah at this point yeah. like it's it's just a, a an easier way to kind of swallow that secret wars pill is to just kind of take the beyonder he's a weird character to begin with to just like hey i'm the most powerful thing ever go fight because i said so and to kind of just take that and just make it a bit more plausible and and attach it to what's been going on mm -hmm. uh but that i mean that's way and that's phase six or something who knows what that is uh question for you mm -hmm. do you feel like now that we've seen the whole thing of all the disney plus shows they've done so far do you feel like moon knight is the one that feels the most like a traditional superhero movie yes and them mm -hmm. and them i i think actually do i think it would have been like from a business standpoint would it have been successful if it launched as a movie i don't think it would I honestly think that Disney Plus was the perfect platform to tell a story. It right. was the right, it was the right medium, and it really explored. And it's not like your traditional tropes or anything like that. So um, it kind of, I think it, it deserved to be on this kind of platform and still get the the luster for it. I, a lot of people I've seen uh, are saying I love Moon Knight, like I love the show, and you know I still get some people saying I don't know why I loved it, but I loved it and. I think it's kind of the same Iron Man effect, you know, which is what they set out. Another thing they set out to do with this show was they set out they set out to do uh, the fact of uh, they wanted a character that's going to bring in new audience, and I think Moon Knight definitely did that. And that's a good way to bring them in. You don't uh, necessarily have to bog them down with continuity. Mm -hmm. uh, I think if it had been a movie, you're right, it wouldn't have been as successful. So I think if it had been a movie. To make it more successful, they would have put like gore in there or something. Oh, absolutely. They would have thrown a tie-in. Uh, but well, I, they would have again, yeah. They would have pushed it for a little kind of marketing experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it didn't need, it didn't need anything. No. And and this is one of those movies like Iron Man where it's very experimental. It's very experimental. Yes, it is. And I love that. I I cannot wait to see if Marvel's going to go back to that. My money is that. Doctor Strange is going to bring us that same feeling. It's going to be very experimental. Yeah. From what I'm hearing from reviews already, it's kind of has the reviewers split. Um, and he, yeah. So to me, Moon Knight is a perfect example of Marvel keeping experimental. Try to find that indie feel where you're trying something new and you're not pushing for like the big pushes. And they've been so good in the shows with the big emotional payoff of the characters. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's 
you you find some movies can miss that. So far, MCU has been pretty good with not missing it. Mm -hmm. But in the shows in particular, I guess just because we've had more time to spend with these people. But I mean, there's a quote that I wrote down that was like so beautiful in this finale. I was like almost crying. Uh, where is it here? Mark says to Steven, you are the only real superpower I ever had. Oh, I like, love that. Oh, it's so good. That goes up there for me with Vision telling Wanda the thing about love, mm -hmm. right? Like that's yeah. like that's it. That that's is, that Marvel moment. Yes. You know, the, the, sincere, the sincere Marvel moment. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, speaking of Marvel moments, there, there was a, a very non-Marvel moment in this. At least it reminded me of something not Marvel. When uh, the cult is, is killing everybody mm -hmm. and all their spirits are being drawn to the Great Pyramid, didn't that look like the climax of Ghostbusters? Too? It did. Right? It totally did. He's basically, Harrow is just basically trying to raise Gozer. Oh. Sorry, Cabbage. Sorry, Cabbage. My microphone is killing you. There you go. Harrow's basically just trying to resurrect Gozer. Uh, 100%. Mm. That's definitely uh, Gozer the Conqueror here. Um, and so, absolutely. I, I definitely felt the parallel there. But at the same time, again, this was a fun exploration of a new Marvel experience. Yes, it was. And I'm happy that they did it this way. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have wanted this show any other way. I love it how it is. Uh, now I'm just so excited to just be surprised when he pops up again. I don't want to know when we're going to see him again until we're seeing him again. Yeah, and, and that's it. Like, like I, I don't know. We're kind of, kind of drawn, like, we're kind of going in circles here. Mm -hmm. But I can't say it enough, like, I, I am so happy to see the limo. That was a comic book, direct comic book nod. The look, the shape, the feel, everything. That's a beautiful limo. Too. Comic book nod. Uh, Jake looks exactly like he does in the comics. But at this point, the character is fully actualized. It's a complete story. Even though it leaves a little room for like, you know, where this could go from here. It's, 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 you could leave it there and you would still have enough story to just walk away. Beautiful. It, it, it is. Uh, I think it's up there with WandaVision for my favorite of these shows. Ooh. I think it's like right. I think it's a hair under WandaVision. So, so out of the out of the Infinity Stones, what would you give it? Ooh, that's right. I forgot. We got to give it a stone. Oh boy. Okay. I think I'm giving it. I think I'm giving it five stones. Maybe five and a half. All right. Five and a half sounds right. I think five and a half. I think yeah. the only thing that would make that would nudge it for me is um, honestly maybe just a more interesting villain. Harry yeah, but like, again, yeah. like I mean, to be fair, to be fair, and there's nothing against uh, what's his name, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. To be fair, I mean, you're right. Like, I, I look back with Iron Man and like Obadiah Stane was such a B-listing villain, but he sold it as if it were an A-listing villain. Like. Exactly. But I'd say Ethan Hawke did do really well. I've been pretty generous with these, but I'm going to give one anyway. I'd give it a gauntlet. From a comic book perspective, they checked a lot of boxes for me. Yes. And they they literally adjusted very little and gave us a lot. Like, it, it was... And and some smart things they did, like the QR comic book, code, uh, comic book thing. I hope the rest of the shows slash movies do this. Like just throw in a small little because like we talked about we talked about Spider-Man Far From Home and we mm -hmm. talked about how there's so many, you know, license plates and little nods here and there to different comic books. Throw in a QR code, scan it, boom, this is one you should check out. Brilliant. That is the coolest thing I've seen in a movie yet. Um and uh yeah, and honestly, I also give it a gauntlet because 
as someone who read the comic book for Moon Knight, I love seeing him come to life in the MCU world. And again, like I could be, I could be so happy if they, like I wouldn't be any happier. Even if they continue it, I would be just as happy. Hey, that's great. If they stop it here and I see him in other projects where he comes in, does some cool action, you know, maybe drops a little Steve Grant accent here and there. Sure. But in the end, this was a complete story. And it, it, it brought the Moon Knight story to life perfectly. And they did the new take on the origin stories where they, they didn't spoon feed you the entire yes. origin story. They gave you moments and snapshots saying, hey, this is what happened. And you know from your own knowledge of the story, because we did a video on it, uh, we did a video on it. This beautiful man right here. We did a video a on great it. video on where it. you see his origin story, and now you know, like, and now you and knowing's half the battle. But and but now you know the story. So all you needed to know was Bushman was there, archaeologist killed, uh, Mark Spector left for dead near the statue of Conchu. There you go. There's your origin story. And how do they do at MCU? They literally go, oh yeah, I was with the guy Bushman. We killed some people. I was really depressed about it. And I was left for dead by a statue that was Conchu. It's perfect. And they're so good at those modern origins now mm -hmm. that I'm really excited and curious to see how they take that treatment to Miss Marvel. Because mm -hmm. there's somebody else who I know jack squat about. I don't even know what powers they're giving her because apparently she's not stretchy anymore. She's something else. So I want them to tell her origin story in this creative way too. And I'm sure they will. Yeah. So I'm really stoked to see what they do with her. I now in terms of the order, because you kind of left us in the conversation of, you know, you love this, you, you love WandaVision as number one, mm -hmm. then you love Moon Knight. Yeah. So Moon Knight surpasses to you, Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier. Yes. All so yeah, I'd say Moon Knight is like right under WandaVision. So if you had a top list, mm -hmm. number one being WandaVision, number two is now Moon Knight. Number, number two is now Moon Knight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It it uh and it's funny because it's a very uh, it's a very different show from what I would have expected, but you're right. It ticks all the right boxes in a very elegant way. So much so that it feels like it's doing it right under your nose, and you don't even realize it's ticking those boxes. Yeah. Uh, something like uh, Loki, for example, which I love too, ticks the boxes, but it's more sort of in your face about it. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Moon Knight just kind of kept elevating itself with all this beautiful character stuff. The Mark Steven thing, just, oh man, just give me those two guys again, please. So yeah, it pushed it up. It surpassed Hawkeye for the number two spot for me. And there it is. I, I'm going to try to do this. And I, and viewers, there's a couple of viewers and listeners. There's a couple of things I want to ask you guys. One, what's you your social security number? <laughs> One, did you like Moon Knight? Mm -hmm. Two, do you if, you, if this is your first time learning about Moon Knight, does it make you want to read the comics or check out more about Moon Knight? And three, does this affect your list of top uh, Disney Plus shows for Marvel? Uh, for me, definitely Moon Knight climbs up very fast. Uh, I would say for me, actually, Loki's number one because mm -hmm. Loki was just brilliant storytelling, brilliant storytelling uh, with a lot of heart-wrenching moments. Uh, and then... Then I would definitely agree. Moon Knight second place for sure. Just it's the it was the perfect introduction for a new character. And in Marvel history, the first time a character's been introduced in a show. In a show. That's right. Uh, then number three for me would be WandaVision. Four would be Hawkeye. Uh, only because of our big big Willie, big Willie. 
but no, but Hawkeye overall is a great show. Mm -hmm. I loved Haley. She was so much fun to watch. I loved her kind of reactions and stuff like that. And, you know, on a side note, if she wants to call me, she mm -hmm. can. And the beautiful Echo. Oh, my God. I love you, Echo. Echo, uh, the actress that plays her is yes. absolutely stunning. Uh, and then, I'm, you know, I'm a little surprised, but Falcon Winter Soldier for me is slowly going down the list. And it's not because it's bad. I love it. But it didn't it didn't offer as much mm -mm. as the other ones have in really creative ways. Like Loki introducing, you know, um, uh, he's, we know he's Kang, but he's called He Who, he who Remains. Yeah. Uh, he Who Remains. So the Kang surprise. WandaVision had so many surprises. The resurrection of Vision. Uh, uh, Spectrum. Spectrum? Spectre? I always forget her name. Yeah. Oh, it's going to bother me now. It, oh, uh, I've heard Spectrum. I've heard Photon. I've Photon. Like, okay. Oh, that's it. Sorry. Photon. Uh, no, because Photon's her mother. Never mind. Okay. We'll come back. <laughs> anyway. That lady that, that you lady. saw once. That's and then <laughs> on top of that, the Quicksilver surprise. And Agatha and the Underground. And that, the Dark Hold. Yeah, so many surprises. Unbelievable. And the kids. The twins, uh, those were another Darcy and Jimmy Woo coming back. Yeah. Like... Oh, yeah. Jimmy Woo coming back. Like WandaVision had so much to offer. But Loki, I think as a complete story with with emotional moments for for a character, for a villain, by the way, let's put that in there. Kind of mm -hmm. an anti-hero if you want to be debatable about it. Um, great surprises there. But the Kang surprise, very Wizard of Oz theme was very well done. Uh, and... Um, yeah, and then Moon Knight uh, was just a, a refreshing, new, experimental perspective on a very weird hero. And again, they pulled from the B roster. Like, you know, I'm very excited, very excited about that. Because again, as long as they're on this path, like, keep bringing them up. Bring out Firestar. Bring out, you know, like, let's see other characters, right, that we don't normally pay attention to. Night Thrasher, Darkhawk. I would love to see Darkhawk be taken in there. But yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised because Falcon Winter Soldier was a great series. They had some great characters and great moments, um, but overall, they're being completely dwarfed by these newer shows that are just and even Wandavision uh, just had some crazier surprises than Falcon Winter Soldier did. But in the end, I still love the action Falcon Winter Soldier. It just yeah doesn't hit that high. It point. just it was just you know a solid good show. Yeah, and then everything else just was, was had surprises. Topping it, creative surprises. But yeah, so that that's my list right there, and I have to give it a gauntlet because again, it was just a great introduction of a new hero in a really fun way. I like. I should write down what you give it because I usually write those things down. Andrew, be on the ball, Andrew. Here we go. All right, so you gave it a gauntlet, mm -hmm. and I gave it a five point five. There you go. So, Infinity. I can't wait to see that list at some point. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but yeah, so I, again, I like. Yeah, we could do a little grid, you know, mm -hmm. little squares and then put gauntlets and stars and numbers. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, uh, I mean, what if for me in, in terms of the Marvel uh, Disney Plus shows is definitely the bottom, I'd have to say, unfortunately. It's just it didn't it, it had all the right things to make it work. But in the end, the formula just fell flat on its face. But the interesting thing is with Doctor Strange, that might fix it. Yes, Doctor Strange is going to do a lot of things uh, posthumously for What If. Ooh, and I think it's going to make us more excited for What If Season 2, uh, which is apparently this summer again. Mm -hmm. And it's also going to, uh, I think it's going to change a lot of people's minds on just 
where that falls, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's weird because it's like, I don't discount it just for being animated. I mean, you're talking to a guy who, who worships at the altar of the Clone Wars, like animation, whatever. There's, there's no, you know, I, I'm, I'm colorblind when it comes to that. But it's just the fact that it was not only so different in terms of its visual style, but just in terms of how it's telling stories that at the moment don't really matter in a franchise built on every story matters. Yeah. So if they're only going to matter in Doctor Strange, cool. I don't fix it. It could fix it. I don't think that would, I think that would still keep it in last place for me personally. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm fine with that. Uh, but like, I, I just think that's the kind of show they wanted to make. And they made that show and it works as that show. I agree. I, I mean, it's it's going to feel like patchwork, to be honest with me, with the way it's playing out in the trailers is like, just like, hey, we did it so that this story could work in Doctor Strange. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I, that being said, yeah, I, I don't know. Overall, I don't think it will lift anywhere in the ladder, but it might make it a more enjoyable experience having known the answers. Because again, you know, the other thing, the other thing I have to mention before we kind of wrap things up here is like a mummy like a ooh, i like what you did there uh is the other thing here is that we don't even know where the saga is going right now no we have no idea we're still in the dark it's so cool and and what i'm excited about is to be fair black widow was great eternals was okay like eternals was good i should say internals was good but it was overall it's kind of a little it's a little hard to accept let's leave it at that but it's in terms of the story of the saga, it's been a rocky ride a little bit to get it, get traction. The only movies that really gave it traction was Sang-Chi and Spider-Man No Way Home. So this is the, the next movie that could give us a lot more answers. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great place to kind of get to the wrapping up point because we're going to be watching it in less than two hours. Oh boy. That's right. In less than two hours, we will be in the multiverse of... Ma I still remember the night that that title was announced because it was my cousin's wedding and we were texting each other with the big fa uh, phase four slate and we saw that title and i think that got us both the most excited oh yeah i'm so stoked uh, i mean so many questions hey so disney daisy how are you disney that dude uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say it in in the accent i think that uh desi wants me to put it in which is hello there and there you go. That's my Obi-Wan for you. Come on up, my little friend. <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Um, yeah, so there's a lot. Of, I, I have a lot of questions about this movie. And there's been a... And friends, I'm going to put the warning out there now. Unless you are going to see it tonight, tomorrow, weekend, whatever, avoid the internet. Like, mm -hmm. it is bad. Okay? I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was going through YouTube to get some videos I needed for work and stuff. And they played a new trailer with new clips. Oh God, no! During the ad, which is something you can't skip. So I, they now, mind you, it gave me five seconds. So what I did was, once I saw it, I literally counted five seconds in my head, plugged my ears, oh. and closed my eyes because I know, I knew, or sorry, I knew because they put in the YouTube playlist for Marvel that there's a clip about the Illuminati. And once they said that, I was like, no, I got it. I like, ah! You know, like, just get out. Like, it was enough of a nod in the trailer to put uh, what we could see as Xavier. And I'm pretty sure it is. But 
it's it's getting to a point now where when you put a clip about it, no, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to. You've already given me more than enough to be excited. Honestly, Marvel, you need one teaser, one trailer, one clip. That's it. That's and, it. And the clip could be random action nonsense. It doesn't even have to have any context. Nothing. One teaser, one trailer, one clip. That's all you need. People will come to come to see the movie. That you don't even need to try. People will come to see the movie. And this is not a long movie. So the more you show me, the less yeah. is going to be new when I get in there. Exactly. So just keep it, like he said, one teaser, one trailer. I'm not even going to watch the clip, but you can put the clip out for other people. Well, I'm, I'm like, they do the talk shows and they have the yeah. show clip. But yeah, one teaser, one trailer, one clip. Look at Thor. Thor had one Ragnarok was the teaser, which was the Led Zeppelin thing. People went nuts. The movie sold itself at that point. The trailer gave us story, gave us context. We were all in for it. And they did one clip, which is the, the Hulk versus Thor moment. And it was perfect. Mm -hmm. It's all we needed. Nothing more, nothing less. It was perfect. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my little rant. I'm going to bring it in, going to bring it back. But uh, very exciting. Uh, we're going to be seeing it very soon. We have a lot of questions. But we're don't do. worry. We're going to be back and we're going to film it. And we're going we're gonna to stream it. So you got, we're going to talk about it. Now, we're going to make sure to warn you, spoilers ahead. Yeah, spoilers will be happening. But you can at least come for the intro and be shocked and just just totally blown away by our reaction. I'm sure our heads will explode. We will be doing witchcraft during the the uh, the whole episode, too. Yes. Uh, well, thank you for sticking with us for all of Moon Knight. I hope you like the show just as much as we did, because clearly we liked it. Clearly his shirt likes it. Before we go, Ryan, really quickly, give me uh, a two-item checklist of what you want in Multiverse of Madness. <sighs> Oh my god. Uh two things I want. I want the Illuminati and I want to be able to see Reed Richards, Namor, and uh obviously Professor X. Uh and uh who's the other one I wanted to see? Black Bolt. Uh of course Black Bolt. I want to see Black Bolt. And finally, I want to see Tom Cruise's superior armor Iron Man. That's gonna be fun. And the only other thing I want to that I'm expecting to see or I'm interested in knowing is if this Professor X from, not spoilery, but this Professor X could be the the anchor we need to prove that the X-Men cartoon is MCU. Oh my God, that is that is, uh, that is where my That's heart all is I want. going to. Honestly, yeah. that could be two scenes. That could be two scenes. And the rest for me will be pure, pure enjoyment. Yeah, mine. one of mine is exactly that. And the way I will phrase it, which is what my heart wants is, However many X-Men characters we get starting from this movie, my checklist is I want them to look like the cartoon. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking at you, Wolverine. Yeah. Yellow and blue. I'm looking at you, Rogue. And you better be Southern. Um, better be Southern. You better be jacked. Uh, and then the second thing on my checklist for this is I would like to see um some information about what wong has been up to well yeah because especially in song chi why is he in tournaments doing betting and everything yeah. what's he doing and he's running off during spider-man what wong is up to some stuff this is wong's franchise i want to know where he's been yeah 100 yeah uh disney does he says she wants white vision that uh, that could totally be a thing. We don't know where he is. He's like Moon Knight. We don't know when or where he's going to pop up next. I I'm very happy that that actually there we're seeing heroes kind of share. You know, Desi, you bring up a good point. I'm happy that we're seeing heroes share the spotlight a little bit. 
Thor Ragnarok was Thor and Hulk. Yeah. And then we got the introduction of Valkyrie. Uh, and Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. I love, 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 love that we're seeing Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange doing kind of like a buddy cop movie. I'm mm -hmm. totally down for that. Very excited. And I hope future movies, they all have that. I, I honestly, I'm I'm getting a little, I'm not, I wouldn't say tired, but I'm getting a little fatigued. I'm getting a little fatigued when it's all about the one character because there's so much fun you can have. The Marvel team-up comics are so much fun. Yes. And the point is, is the universe is so big now, you don't, you can't really afford to focus on one person because there's so much overlap. There's so much overlap. Uh, and that's another reason why WandaVision was so good because there's so much overlap. And you and that's I think that's also why Falcon Winter Soldier kind of hurts a little bit because again, it's very isolated. It's a very isolated experience. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I agree with that a thousand percent, buddy. Because it's like you've earned the right to have overlap now. You yeah. have earned it. You have done the work. It's there. It's beautiful. Everybody loves it. You've earned it. Uh, the you can go if you want to see movies that don't have overlap. You can watch literally any other movie, but you Marvel, watch a DC movie. You can watch a day. There you go. Zing! Wow, DC. You want some aloe for that burn? Um, but this this needs it. You're right. There's only you know there's only so many years uh, that you can like you want to start building these characters as much as you can. Put the overlap. Have them be part of it. We will not be disappointed if you know mm -hmm. hawkeye shows up in miss marvel we won't we'll be like yay this is fun that's why i love marvel united the board game so much because marvel is all about endless combinations that's it all right well with that being said that's moon knight that's moon knight the finale of moon knight thank you so much moon knight for being an amazing show thank you so much oscar isaac and thank you so much ryan for being an amazing co-host thank you fantasia thank you oscar isaac Thank you, cast and crew, mm -hmm. for bringing together Moon Knight uh, and the director, Muhammad. You did yeah, man, a beyond fantastic job. Uh, you should be very proud of yourself. And, uh, of course, Kevin Feige, I love you. I hope one day that I find out you're a relative or something. Uh, totally give us a call. Mm -hmm. We would be happy to have you on the stream. And you know what? I've seen a lot of people interview you. And the questions I have aren't about what's to come. The questions I have are, are what you've built and how you built it. See, this is we're not we're not just like drooling fanboys. He's got there's some merit to what he's going to ask you. There's some meat on those bones. Yeah, call us, Kevin. Call. <laughs> and in the meantime, Kevin and the rest of you, please have a marvelous day. <laughs>